Welcome to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast with one simple vision, build up, become strong. Welcome to another Strong Towers Podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Lara. I'm joined again, as always, with my good friends, Tom Edwards and John Ackerman. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic, Mike. How about you? Doing good. It's been a pretty uh, eventful week, and uh, I know you guys have some stuff going on too, so we can cut right into it. Yeah. John, how are you doing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't like it, but tired seems to be the first word that comes to mind for like the last three weeks running. Tired. I'm just tired. I'm so tired. I mean... Good tired or bad tired? I, I know there's kind of like a difference, right? Is there yeah. kind of like a good oh, tired? Oh, there is. Right? Yeah. And it, it's it's handfuls of both. I mean, we had you know spring break leading up to the Easter weekend. And I spent all of spring break with my dad doing renovations on our new house, which was just a blast. But when my dad and I get together to work, I mean, we we work. We, we don't mess around much. And so it's, you know, up in the morning, get breakfast and, and get going and, you know, stop for lunch somewhere midday and then get back to work and work until dinner. And we did that the entire week. Did you guys have like a work whistle or like was ringing the, ringing the triangle? <laughs> yeah. The triangle was time. Yeah, they live in the country now. Yeah, it's totally yeah. a triangle. I, I figured it had to be something, right? <laughs> we, we've definitely seriously made that joke of we need to get a triangle or a dinner bell or something at some point. But no, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. You know, I felt emotionally recharged, but physically mm. drained by the yeah. end of that week. I mean, yeah, I sure. went to school that following Monday sore mm. from a week's worth of labor, uh, which is clearly not my usual when I spend my Monday through Friday in a classroom. Right. Uh, you know, the heaviest things that I'm lifting are stacks of textbooks <laughs> and, you know, students' apathy. And <laughs> that's heavy. Sometimes um, it is, actually, <laughs> heavy lifting. It's true. But... I mean, just since then, it's felt like a really good grind. Mm-hmm. Work's been busy. Home's been busy. There's been something to do probably three out of five weeknights every week for the last three weeks. And I find myself, and it, it's, you know, a classic teacher symptom in May, but I am dreaming already of summer. Mm. And I loved the kids that I had this year. I loved my classes. But if summer break started tomorrow, I would oh, I, I would trade a whole lot for that to be the case. Yeah. But I mean, with, with all that said, it's it's been good in the midst of tired. It's been a little confusing in the midst of tired uh, because there's been so much going on. And, you know, it's a demanding time of the school year. And now my house is demanding a lot of me. And honestly, my house is just... Frankly, it's confusing me. <laughs> I am confused. Uh, I feel like I've got a laundry list. I've got a punch list, two pages long uh, of stuff that needs to get done. And that's just before my dad and I you know, kick off again in June yeah. for our next round of, of teamwork, you know, home demolition and renovation. Did he give you homework? Did he give you? Oh, he totally did. He totally did. That, that's where that two-page punch list came nice, from. Nice, nice, We just walked through the house, and he's like, you should do this, and you should do this, and you should do this. I don't know why, but I see him like with stickers, like a red sticker. Yeah. yeah. This needs to be done. This needs to be done. Absolutely. Be done. Just about. Yeah. That, that's not far off. And you walk into the house, and they're just all over the wall. Oh, yeah, pretty much. But. Then like the weirdest thing is, you know, our, our neighbor that shares our driveway, you know, they're moving out and as they're packing up their stuff and, you know, I mean, we've barely gotten to know them, you know, 
I think we've had all of five conversations together and now they're leaving. So uh, there's really not much of a relationship there, but you know, they're really nice people. We're glad for just the little bit of time that we got with them. And he came down to the house one day and he said, Hey, would, would you guys be in the market for a tractor? And I had to resist the impulse to just laugh because I'm, you know, I'm a suburban kid. I'm a suburban (laughs) man who's now lived in the country for all of six hot weeks. Green acres <laughs> is a I mean, my wife and I want to recreate that, that picture with yeah. you know, holding the pitchfork. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. and so once I muffled the laughter, I mean, I was realizing the, the wisdom behind that this is something we're going to need with five acres and gravel driveways and no easy way to clear snow. And yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and I'm just, I, I don't know how to drive a tractor. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about... I haven't had to mow a lawn in 10 years. Yeah. And now I feel like I need to buy a tractor, but I thought I was supposed to be working on the inside of my house. But now here's this... Inc- and it, it's it's an incredible value. I mean, it, it would be a shame to pass on this. And so it's just... I, I, can't, I can't get my head wrapped around what am I supposed to be doing right now? Because it can't be everything. Right. But yeah. it's it's easy to compartmentalize things sometimes, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to compartmentalize my house. Like this is just the next thing I need to do, and it just feels like all things keep surfacing at the same time, and so I need to keep doing the next thing in all categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I need to you know learn land management at the same time that I'm trying to get a livable bedroom because we're living in our dining room. And it's just, I, I've had some days of frustration mm. where I feel like I should have a better handle on things. And right now, all I know that I have a handle on is that I, I, I don't know what's happening. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we're having a blast. I love every day that I come home uh, and Brooke's having a blast and we're happy with this house. There's not been a hot second of buyer's remorse. That's good. But I just cannot wrap my head around what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Yeah. Well, it's hard to have like a long-term vision, you know, or, or plan for winter time when that tractor might be real handy when you don't have walls in your bedroom. Right. You, you know, like there are immediate needs that, that keep drawing that attention. And so, yeah. Like winters, that like we haven't even gotten to summer fully yet. Winters, <laughs> winters a long way off. Well, and I've got you know two and a half mowable acres that need to be mowed, mm-hmm. and you know somebody let us borrow their self-propelled push mower, Ooh. and the grass just laughed. Yeah, it just laughed. <laughs> and so then we two and a half acres. That's like an all-day push mower oh job. Yeah. I mean, and so then we we found a, a push mower on Facebook Marketplace. God, I love Facebook Marketplace. And so now we had two push mowers. And so I was, you know, doing the back 40 and Brooke was doing the upper 40. Yeah. And, uh, it still took us, I think, two hours collectively to get it all mowed. And again, you know, the mowers just, they tapped out about halfway through yeah. in both cases. So, I mean, even now it's it's a present need if, if we're going to maintain what we have. And that's kind of felt like the message that we've been getting is, you know, we've been given all of this to maintain like the house the land the the yard all of it mm-hmm. we've got a pool yeah we've got a pool that hasn't been open in two years we just we got the cover off this past weekend when my mom and my stepdad were in town and so now i need to learn about pool pumps and filters and 
like we had a pool growing up, but all I ever had to learn to do was skim the frogs out of the top and <laughs> learn how to cannonball effectively without cracking my skull. And, and so there's just there's so yeah. much to learn. What did that look like when you opened it up? Uh, not bad actually. Yeah. I, I was I was fearing the worst, but the liner looks good. I mean, the water looks. It looks bad. It's really just, you know, the the scum on the bottom. The water's pretty clear, actually. There's yeah. going to be several families of frogs that are going to be, you know, destitute and homeless by the time we're done chlorine <laughs> bombing the pool. But there's just, I, I'm wrestling with such feelings of I am not equipped for this. Hmm. But it's it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. But, it, I mean, it, it hits on some places that, some days I just don't want to deal with. <laughs> yeah, but you don't need to be equipped at the beginning. No, but it feels like I should be. Well, you know, you want to have some kind of feeling of I can walk into this and this one at least I've got. Right. This one at least I have, you know, a little bit of experience in. And, mm-hmm. But now you have experience in all those things. Getting there. So We've talked in the past about looking back and where, where you come from and I'm – I'm already picturing that tool belt you purchased for these jobs that you're doing and uh-huh. that brand new sheen and, and everything that was on it. And within that week, already seen the, the Knicks. And the <laughs> and just wait till a couple of years comes down the line and that's hanging up in the, uh-huh. uh, in the workshop when everything's, you know, n- yeah. nothing's ever all the way done, but when it's, you know, that 99% and yep. that tool belt would. Have you actually have belt. a little space. You're like, ah, I could do that project next weekend. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. There you go. It doesn't have to happen now. That'd be nice. How about you, Mike? So I, I, I don't think my week has been as eventful as, as John's. Um, I think for me, it's still trying to find our, and I, I keep using this a lot, but our new normal, which mm-hmm. I don't think I found my new normal after, after my second child was born. And I don't think I ever found my new normal after the first child was born. <laughs> it's there somewhere and I'm going to find it. Um, no, but we're still balancing out the, the switching from, uh, I would say uh, man-to-man defense to uh, a zone now with yep. the, uh, with the three kids and trying to balance that out and, you know, they they make the comment that oh, once you get past two, everything's everything's the same, and it, it actually started to come. I'm starting to believe that a little bit more now. I think we're becoming a little bit more comfortable in going out now. We're you know we're we we've almost gotten the the routine down to pack everybody in the car and get where we need to get. Yep. So it's it's becoming more comfortable, and I'm I'm adjusting. And actually, this week was um, work required me to travel, and so the last time I traveled was. I would say like right after, or, or, or I'm sorry, right before the baby was born. So it was, mm-hmm. it was a little bit easier. She was kind of used to having the two. So this week I had to actually uh, spend the night away. And so she was a, uh, Janelle was a champ. She, uh, she took care of all three boys and, and did well. And I was able to actually go out and do my job that required me to be out of town for one night. Yeah. So it was, it was a little hard for me. I, I think going back to that, uh, that uh, the conversation we have with Brian and having that guilt, I didn't yep. realize how much guilt I put on myself when I leave the house. Right. And it's not nothing to do with how Janelle, um, you know, talks to me or, you know, any kind of guilt she puts on me. It's almost like self-imposed guilt. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I just have this yeah. feeling of like, I should be home. I should be doing my dad duties and, right. and I should be doing all this stuff. But ultimately, you know, part of my dad duty is providing providing for the home right and, and that's required of me to yeah. to do some of that stuff especially the travel for work which i've been very uh fortunate to not have to travel as much as uh was required of me right and at the very beginning they say 40 percent travel and i can i can say right now that i haven't i haven't done that so right and, and if i do travel i try to make it uh 
pretty quick, right? I'll, I'll take the red eye out and, and leave right after the meeting instead of, uh, you know, spending a day or two extra on, on, on the, on the bookends. Right. right. Mm-hmm. right. So, but no, everything's been going great. Uh, winding down my, you know, uh, a teacher spouse I said is one of the hardest things next to being a military spouse. And, um, you know, Janelle still has, it's so funny how she still has these feelings of, of missing her kids. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, you're talking about the school year ending off and she's actually took uh, the baby out to go visit her kids and, and see oh, how nice. they're doing and everything. Yeah. So uh, it's almost like we get in these rhythms, right? Like in the military, you, you're used to, you know, your training, you're used to your, your pre-deployment, your deployment, your post-deployment, you get in these cycles, right? And it's funny how a teacher's getting in, in school year cycles. And I can tell yeah. that the, the end of the school year is coming up and she's already yeah. like thinking about summer plans. And I'm like, you've been home for the last <laughs> two months. What do you think? <laughs> it's, it's not official yet. It's, it's not, not official, official, right? So, so, but uh, we're doing good. We're doing good. And um, I'm looking forward to, to what the summer does have to bring. And yeah, and I don't know. The summer's one of my favorite seasons. I always joke, weenie roast and fireworks. Yeah, yeah, being outside. Being outside, right? I mean, three boys, you guys got to spend some time outside oh, or else your house is going to explode. Oh, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. of course. And, uh, and yeah, so I look, I look forward to that. I look forward to um, to just getting, like I said, our new normal. And yeah. Figuring out that, how that is. Yeah. And Tom? How yeah, much so? so? <clears throat> um, well, for starters, I'm going to have to live vicariously through your guys' summer because I'm coming up on my first summer not that's right. being off. That's right. Yeah. So that's awesome that's uh, right. to look forward to. So we'll be sure to send you a lot of uh, ice cream and Yeah, pool pictures shots. from the pool oh, yeah, and all that good stuff. I say that like I get the summer off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, this week was nuts. I don't know if we talked about it on here before, but, but I am temporarily wearing an extra hat at work. Okay. Which is a fairly important uh hat in our company and uh and so we went we went through um through an audit last week that kind of took a bunch of people from the office out of their regular routine for most of the week and then I was off for Thursday and Friday of last week and mm-hmm. so I came back and there was a backlog and there was all kinds of stuff that needed to be dealt with you know kind of chasing some fires that needed to be put out and, and, uh, and those sorts of things, a couple of meetings that I needed to, needed to sit in on this week. And so it felt like there was no rhythm this Mm -hmm. week. It felt like I was always, uh, kind of chasing my tail on that and, uh, and expending more energy than I feel like it should have taken to get those tasks done just because there was no sense of, uh, settled at all. And there was no sense of, like me providing direction for the week, mm-hmm. you know, it was all the, this position that I'm covering temporarily sort of works for everybody in the office, helps out everybody in the office with our, our quality control. And so it just was like, everybody has input into what mm-hmm. needs to be happening. And, and I didn't get to have that and coming off of, you know, a couple of days off and, and I was actually out of the office to uh to take care of myself honestly yeah. a little bit i had the opportunity to go to a, a retreat for a couple of days and really dig into me and and pursue god and what he has for me and and that was super awesome especially considering the season that that we've been going through with transitioning uh industries and mm-hmm. um and all that it was really really good and and peaceful and and i actually like i i prepared for the trip and and didn't really have any of that guilt like that I wasn't mm, home that's good um you know my wife was 100% behind me going and yeah. you know we knew that it was healthy and and you know I I missed them all while yeah, I was gone course. for a couple yeah. of days and but really came back on a high I I flew back in 
I don't know, I landed at like 10.30 or 10.45 Sunday night. Oh, wow. And I can remember walking through the airport and just feeling like, man, mission accomplished. Like Mm. I went out there, I did this. I feel great about myself right now. And, uh, and then, yeah, got up Monday morning, went to the office and it was hit the ground running and it was like, (laughs) (laughs) so that was kind of tough. You know, just the, the, the swing of that was tough this week and it, I don't know, I just, rhythm was was i think the yeah. thing that i that i was lacking of let's let's get back into some kind of pace right right um you know but when when you miss a couple of days and you're the only person in the office that can do that job yeah. you don't get to to ease yourself back into it at all which is funny because i was going to actually ask that like i know it's kind of hard you took thursday and friday off or, or i guess you worked thursday right uh no i worked wednesday, oh, wednesday. and went okay went to the office from the went to the airport from the office on Wednesday. Okay. Cause I was going to say, it would, it would have been nice to been able to have the opportunity to take, to take Monday off and kind of ease back into it. But you, yeah, it would have been know, awesome. It, it would have been even worse. I think <laughs> <laughs> hit the ground running. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a good, good way to do it. Just jump so, right in the pool. Yeah. It, it started to get better as the week went on. So hopefully Monday coming up, we'll, uh, we'll be back in, into a regular pace. So speaking of what's going on, uh, Mother's Day weekend is coming up yes. this this coming weekend. Got any plans, Mike, with uh, now mom of three? Yeah, I figure there. I, I feel like I always have to have something planned out, right? And it's I don't know if it's this time of the year or if it's just uh, poor timing, but Janelle's always, highly, I think I used this word before, uh, strongly suggested that we go on picnics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's one of those ones where I'm like, okay, you know, eating outside on the floor just isn't isn't my thing, but we'll we'll make it happen. Yeah. And I would say for the last three years, every Sunday it's rained. Mm. Every Mother's Day it's <laughs> rained. And I don't look at the weather too often until like. Sorry to tell you, what, I think that's what we got coming I again. Know, it is. 100% <laughs> it's going to rain. And so what did I not do? I did not make reservations for a restaurant. I did not make any any kind of like plans for, for lunch initially. And I look on open table and everything's uh, book solid. Everything book solid. So I don't know. We may end up. Uh, uh, picnic in the uh, basement or something, but no, nice. we do. We, we I try to, I try to, um, especially the boys. I feel like one, I want them to see me display my love to my wife, right? So mm-hmm. I always try to make sure that I get her a gift from me. I think I at the beginning I used to always say, "Hey, this is from the boys," or "This is from you know the collective of of Kellen or Jonah," you know. Um, but I've been really trying hard to make it a point that this is from dad, and then this is from the boys, and I'll, yeah. I'll do something more creative for them as far as like you know, a, a, a card or, or, you know, a, a picture or something they can do it. And, you know, mm-hmm. so it's been, it's been, um, it's been good. It's been good. And, and we enjoy these weekends. I think, yeah. especially Janelle realizes being a, a mom of three boys, it's, it comes with a, a different kind of, you know, the mother's day when, when, <laughs> when three boys come running through the, through the door, ready to, to rough house, but they're very, they're very gentle with mom. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, you got plans? Yeah, so we um, we actually have a friend who um, this year was like, "Hey, let's that's all right. let's all get together. That's right. You know, we'll do a barbecue, which I don't know what that's going to pivot to with the the rain on Sunday. He's going to um, be grilling in the rain. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that's I mean, it's you know, and just uh, let's give moms essentially the afternoon off. Such a good you know, idea. So so all the the dads are taking care of the food, taking care of the kids, taking care of you know, whatever. So we'll still all get to, you know, hang out together as a family, not like the moms are going off and, and 
doing something on their own. Although that would probably be amazing for them. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to get a picture of uh, all of us with with baby in hand and and, right? and diaper bags and crying. We, we should we should actually like do uh, like a I don't want to say like a doctor, but a, a posed picture of us like kind of freaking out with yeah changing babies, <laughs> and, <laughs> holding the kid upside down or something. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, you know, you've seen those ones where they somebody takes a picture of like a they're in the kitchen with like the kitchen the dinner on fire and yeah. the towel all over the place. We should do something like that with all the guys. Yeah. We'll have the grill open up and that can add some fire to it, make it look like it's on flames or yeah. something. So it'd be fun. Um, but I just, I don't know. I like that. I like the idea of that. Of, yeah, it is a good idea. You know, like what do, what does mom need? And and especially in our friend group, yeah. um, you know, a lot of the moms are, are staying home. And, right. and so they're literally with the kids all the time. And so, you know, have that chance to, you know, kind of let that go for even just a couple of hours is, uh, is really important. And, and that's a, a rhythm that we've tried to build in. You know, I try to be mindful of that too, just on a regular basis. Right. Um, even, even tonight, you know, we, we did our Costco dinner outing that we do, you know, once a month or whatever, um, to go grab some stuff and, and, uh, get some dinner and, you know, just to, if I'm, if I'm coming from the office to, to meet them, you know, Here's here's my car. Yeah, it's ten minutes. Yeah, by but it's ten minutes yeah. in a car by yourself. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, just so they can kind of decompress a little bit because it's loud and crazy, and um, I can I can't even imagine <laughs> what the days are like at home. Right. So, John, how about you? What do you got going on this weekend? Mother's Day is tricky for us. Um, we shared, I think back somewhere in the first couple episodes about our story and trying to have kids. And it's been, we're coming up on eight years now of still patiently waiting. Well, patiently most of the time, but still waiting. And man, Mother's Day has just been hard uh, for Brooke. It's been hard for me to watch Brooke go through Mother's Day and so many well-intentioned people. I mean, you go out in public, you go into a restaurant, and everybody just wants to err on the side of caution, right? Yeah. And so any woman over the age of 14 gets <laughs> a happy Mother's Day greeting yeah. from waitresses and hostesses and salespeople and whomever. And and it's such a kind thing. I mean, I love that moms get that day of just being inundated with validation and recognition. Yeah. But as we've, you know, gone through this journey and have encountered any number of people who have similarly tricky experiences with this time of the year, I mean, you, you start to recognize the number of walking wounded yeah. on Mother's Day that hear a, oh, happy Mother's Day. And it's just like, oh, screw you. <laughs> but I'm going to smile because, you know, like, yeah. I can't say that because you're being nice to me, but... So I don't know. Some Mother's Days we just try to like you know hunker down, draw the blinds, and emerge on Monday. And mm-hmm. uh, my wife was having lunch with a friend of hers who just dropped some incredible <laughs> encouragement and wisdom, and you know just said that like, you know you, you can't hide from this, mm-hmm. right? This is this has been your normal, and it's going to suck. So why not at least begin to create a tradition for yourself? Not one that has to go into perpetuity, not that you're resigning yourself to this, you know, forever and ever, amen. But for now, what can you do for now to both 
acknowledge the difficulty, but also honor the hope Hmm. that you're still maintaining. You know, what can you do that would be fun for you? Because honestly, it's it's hard. (laughs) I mean, you know, I love you guys, but it's hard to be around our friends that all have kids on Mother's Day and Father's Day as everybody is celebrating being mothers and or fathers. And and we always feel so included and we always feel so encouraged. And I mean, you guys have walked all these hard miles with us. Um, and we know that you're on our team and you're hoping with us and that you have faith even in the times that we don't, that, that this is coming. And yet there are times that it's just, it's hard to feel like you're the odd one out, mm-hmm. that you're the one that doesn't fit, that... And again, we take a lot of joy in being the de facto, you know, auntie and uncle who gets your kids all sugared up and excited and then send them <laughs> home. Like we love that gig, but it's it's just hard. Yeah. On those days. And Mike, it was funny you mentioned picnic. Um, you know, Brooke and I came up with kind of a an itinerary of like we're gonna we're gonna take the morning off, ease into the day you know, kind of pull back from some of our usual responsibilities on a Sunday morning mm. and get up, make a good breakfast at home because we love to cook and then pack a picnic and go hike. It's good. And it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and uh, allegedly, and right. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll find out on Sunday how all this plays out. But it was just, it was really kind to be invited into a process of creating creating a new normal mm. for what's usually a hard day. And who knows? I mean, th- this may be the only year that we have to do it and that would be amazing. But I don't even know how to say it, but just to be encouraged to, I don't know. It feels like such a, a needle. that has to get threaded here to embrace what's current while hoping for what's to come and to not just live in the pain, but to honor the difficulty. And I feel like I could keep adding conditional statements yeah. here, but to kind of thread this this needle of it's not great, but we're good. And it's okay if we just kind of pull back a little bit and circle the wagons, the two of us, mm. and reemerge on Monday, but do it without being hermits. Right. You know, so I don't know. Right. That's that's a long way around what should be a simple question, but that's no. But that's I feel like that that really is encouragement, and and I hope that you guys do take it that way, and you know, and emerge Monday, possibly feeling better about how you spent your Mother's Day than than in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, getting to enjoy it, even as just another Sunday, if if not yet, yeah. for for the holiday. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. So this brings up an interesting question. You know, there's there's a lot that we focus on, rightfully so, as adult married men who want to honor and and acknowledge and validate and reward and you know comfort our wives on this day. But what do you do with the concept of mom and being a son mm. on Mother's Day? I mean, I know there's there's the card and there's, I don't know about you guys, the, the sheer impossibility of 
shopping for gifts for my parents for whatever situation birthdays mother day uh, christmas Absolutely. I, I don't Amen. I still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know but what do you get the people that gave you everything right <laughs> right and that i swear have all the things that they want and most often tell me about how they're trying to divest themselves of possessions and want less and <laughs> so the last thing they want is to get their house cluttered up with one more thing but i don't know what do you what comes to mind as you think about Mother's Day from the position of being a son rather mm-hmm. than husband and father? So this one's, I think, difficult for me and something I've had to really kind of, I don't want to say force myself, but really kind of teach myself how to be a better son. I think with initially with, with my firstborn and the second, it was, it was really trying to show them this is how we love mom. This is, this is what we do for mom. We take care of mom. But as my boys are getting older, they they have started to ask more questions. Like, mm-hmm. Dad, who's your who's your mom? Is is Lita your mom? It's like, yeah, bud, that's that's my mom. Oh, okay, so that means you know, Auntie Jessica's your sister, right? Yeah, yeah. They're putting the puzzles together, right? They're starting yeah. to understand relationships and stuff like that. And I've realized now that I've gotten older that it's important for me, as difficult as it is for me to to go out of my way to honor my mom. Um, with especially with the wounds and stuff that I've dealt with in my past, but to model that behavior for my sons, and then not only that, but as uh, and I don't want to get all like cliche and say you know as a good Christian man that I am, but to kind of realize that yes, I've been hurt, and yes, I've dealt with some things, but at the end of the day, that's still my mom, right? And that's still somebody that I I love. And that's somebody that I want my my children to have a great relationship with with my mm-hmm. mother, and it's something that I've had to to realize that it's not as much effort as I as I as I think it would be. Like I'm not like having to do a whole bunch of stuff, but just something so simple as sending flowers, sending card, and calling her in the morning, and just letting my boys say Happy Mother's Day, and then them hearing me tell my mom Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, and uh, and again, it's it was it was it was hard at the beginning, but I I find myself doing getting excited to do that because I, I love the way my boys see me me do it. And I hope that that in turn models that behavior for them, for, for mom, right? Not only yeah. me telling them, Hey, this is how you treat your mom, but kind of displaying it on how I, I treat mine. So, yeah. Yeah. So Tom. So I actually, um, so when I was away for, for the weekend, yeah. this was actually a concept that was really kind of brought out for me in, in sort of contrast to, I wouldn't say my everyday, but, you know, I think we spend a lot of time as as guys kind of measuring ourselves up against dad and uh, you know, do I have what it takes? You know, can I can I accomplish, you know, John, like you were talking about all the stuff at, at your house and your dad coming in and the time you guys spent to to work on things and, and I know that's how my dad is when he comes into town and, you know, we're always trying to work on something and, and so I, I think we naturally spend more time on our relationship with dad. And I realized like I haven't really spent as much time considering my relationship with mom, which is crazy because like that, that was 50% of my parenting, (laughs) right? Right. Like, you know? Um, And so I just, you know, I'm really, convicted by the need to look back at where I came from and, and 
look at mom's part of that. Right. You know, and, and really assess everything it is that, that she did for me mm-hmm. growing up and, um, and the role that she played and, and, you know, sure, you know, I'm sure that's not going to be a hundred percent rosy and there are going to be some things, you know, that, that come out of that, um, in the same way that, that, uh, you know, that we discover like, you know, I feel like here dad fell short. Well, your parents, they did what they could do in the best way that they knew how. And, you know, and, and we take on some of that stuff without that even being their intention. But yeah, I just, like it, it wasn't almost a category that I had a place for of like what what role did mom play in your story, right? You know, I, I've been able to point to what role dad has played, but and so yeah, in, in this Mother's Day, you know, I think I'm just really thinking about mom more yeah. Um, yeah. and what she has meant and will continue to mean. You know, we we still have a relationship with her and my kids have a great relationship with her and, and all of that. And, and so she's now a part of their lives and, mm-hmm. and all of that. So yeah, uh, convicted is yeah. kind of where I'm at with mom right now. Mm-hmm. John? Yeah. No, and I like what you were saying about that ongoing need to kind of recognize where we currently are with it and maybe what we still need with it. Uh, and it's amazing to me what this current experience with my house is bringing up in me Mm. Uh, and not just the, the frustration of where am I going and what do I need (laughs) to do and, and all of that. But, you know, I felt like I had my old life pretty well under control. You Mm -hmm. know, I, I knew, I knew what suburban John needed to do. I knew how to make life in a townhouse work. You know, everything's five minutes away. You, You know, the, the money all, you know, knows where it needs to go and, and life just, kind of made sense. And so moving out to this new place and just all the, the questions that it naturally brought to mind of, you know, even beginning with, are are we just nuts? (laughs) (laughs) Are we, are we just out of our minds crazy doing this? And it brought up a lot of places in me that felt really young Mm. of, you know, the, the first times that you try to do something on your own and you're just, you're not sure if you can do it yet. And, and it was so interesting to me, um, you know, the week that my dad was out here leading up to Easter. And then most recently this past weekend, my mom and my stepdad were in town. And as I've had a chance to reflect, I'm amazed at what I was, what I was most taking away from those times together, which honestly was just a very childlike reassurance of everything's going to be okay. Hmm. And and you think about, you know, I watch you guys with, with your kids and there's the inevitable tumbles and spills and scrapes and, and boo-boos and all that. And, you know, your kids run to you, but more often they run to mom. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and there's, there's something about mom oh, yeah. that just offers comfort in a way that for whatever reason in a child's mind, dad just, it it's not quite the same, you know, Dad is very strong and very, you know, securing. Mm-hmm. But there's just something about mom that when you just need to feel like everything's going to be okay, oh, yeah. especially in the midst of a boo-boo. Right. I, and I've watched it with, with the kids of all the people we know. I mean, these kids will go blazing right past dad <laughs> to get to mom, who's further away. Yeah. Because there's just, there's something about mom. I I, I don't know. And it was just interesting interesting for me to watch myself be around my parents in this environment where 
I'm aware of the fact that I just need a little bit of reassurance that when my dad was here and we're, we're destroying my house. I mean, we're, you know, we're ripping things apart that need to be ripped apart. And, and every time something came up, his response was, it's going to be okay. Yeah, we can do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be okay. We can do that. Yeah, that's no problem. That is no problem at all. We can do that. And, you know, in the moment it was all task completion. It's, oh, okay. All right. So the house is not about to fall down around my ears. We're, you know, we're good. We're good. Uh, But as I was processing that week after he'd gone home, I realized that one of my biggest takeaways was not, you know, all these fun, you know, dad, son, you know, power tool times, but it was the simple fact that I was being told over and over and over and over and over again, everything's going to be okay. Mm. Like it, it was that comforting. Yeah. And so then, you know, two weeks later, this past weekend, my mom and my stepdad are out here and they have been such huge cheerleaders from the moment we bought this place of, we're so excited for you. This is such a great thing. Uh, you're going to love it. We can't wait to be a part of this with you. And, and so they come out and it was, it was all of that. It's, you know, let us, let us be part of this story. You know, how can, how can we help? What can we do? This is just so cool. We love this place. We're so excited. And, and so it was another round of, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm going to be okay. Hmm. Everything's going to be okay. And, and so that's just kind of what I'm processing right now is, you know, for lack of a better expression, I've gotten to spend the last few weeks being mothered Mm. as a grown man who is still very much in need of that sort of parental reassurance of everything's going to be okay. And and I heard somebody, you know, talk about this, this ongoing need for parenting in our lives that, you know, you need that when you're little and you can't do anything for yourself and you need it as you grow and you still can't wipe your own butt and you need it as you're learning to ride a bike and you need it as you're headed off to school and you need it as you're learning to drive a car and you're going off to college or work for the first time or the military, but you need it in your twenties or thirties when you get married or the relationship gets serious and you're in over your head Yeah. or when that first financial adult crisis hits or you take on a massive house project (laughs) (laughs) or you start your own business or you have kids or like there are these places where you kind of default back to feeling incredibly young. Yeah. And there is an ongoing need to be parented, Mm -hmm. to be fathered with a sense of, like you said, Tom, you've got what it takes. You can do this, but also mothered of just that, I'm scared, I'm afraid, mm. and no, it's all right. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. It's funny that you, the way you painted that picture, because I think about, and I don't know if it's a maturity thing, but in my 20s, how I felt like I needed to go on and create my own path, and I didn't need anybody else. I didn't need my dad, or I didn't need my mom, and I, I had everything handled. Yeah. But now that I'm in my late 30s, and I got my kids of my own, it it it's almost like that light's gone on, like, and I don't want to say like I need my Wooby or anything. But I, <laughs> you know, I need, I, 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 mom, like, where are you? You know, dad, where are you? I need, I just need that that reassurance. Yeah. And it's so funny how like 
biologically, you know, my mom, my dad, or have, you know, my biological mom and dad have been there so much for me, but then also just like, I don't want to say like mentors or other like motherly type of figures in my life. Right. Like, and not always older women, right. Just like other people that I tend to, you know, be around like, you know, other, other, other wives or other spouses and that kind of like motherly advice or like the, Hey, everything's going to be okay. And how easily yeah. that, that motherly instinct kind of kicks in on those times of need. I don't know if that, if, if that's, yeah, you well, you know, I think, I think there's definitely a phase of life where we, we kind of fight against mm-hmm. the fathering and the mothering. Right. And I, and I think at least for the three of us where we're at, you know, we've kind of crested that rise a, a little bit at least, but it is interesting. I love what you said, Mike, about realizing that it can come from places other than yeah. mom and dad. Right. Right. That, that you can be fathered by, a conversation with a mentor mm-hmm. who, you know, has your back and, and is for you. You can be mothered by, by women other than your mom, yeah, e- yeah. even in your own age group. Yeah. Just that, you know, something comes out about that caring mm-hmm. nature. Um, and John, you even said you were receiving mothering from your dad. Yeah. It, we just lost half our audience. Right there, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> um, you know, and, because I think that's, you know, once we've we've sort of moved out of the house, so to speak, and, and are kind of doing it on our own, you know, I, I think it is still an important piece of our development to to be able to feel that comfort and security and and um, be cared for, be supported, and and I think it's awesome that you almost in that situation get freed up to receive that from lots of other places. Yeah. You know, your, your, your biological parents or, or, you know, whatever situation you grew up in, that's not the immediate covering mm-hmm. for those things over you anymore. And so you're opened up to, well, this person that I had a completely random encounter with on, on the, you know, on the subway platform mm-hmm. or whatever is, you know, they just, for that 30 seconds that we had a conversation, like I feel better. Yeah. Um, from, from that experience and not that I have to have this super deep, I'm going to call this lady mom for the rest of my life kind of moment. But you know, those little places yeah. where you're just being fed yeah. in a mothering or a fathering way, it's just really cool to like be aware of where that's happening. So, uh, wives, moms, grandmas out there, we love you. Thank you. We appreciate uh, everything that you've done for us in the past and in the future. We just are really encouraged by having you in our corners, and uh, and you are definitely a huge part of the men that we are today, uh, and, and we so appreciate that. Um, so happy Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs>